Hello, and welcome to Don't Die Before You're Dead. I am your host, Mary McCartney, and this is the place where we talk about all things related to living the life we are meant to live. How are you doing? In today's episode, let's look at how we put things off. Are you like many of us who decide that perhaps we can do something later? Now's not the time. We'll get to it later. Well, when does later come? I think it's different for everybody. My later could be very different than your later. What is it that's keeping you from doing it now? That's the really the question at heart here is, why are you putting it off? People put things off for all kinds of reasons. Sometimes we think we're just so busy in the rat race right now that later has to be the answer because we can't possibly pack anything else into our day. And why is that? People have said over the years that we really get to do the things we want to do because we prioritize them. We don't put things off that are really that important to us. So what are you putting off? Is it important or is it something that you think you just are supposed to put off till later? Many people talk about retirement. What are they going to do when they retire? The sad news is a lot of people get to retirement and they haven't planned to do anything. And suddenly they're faced with a life that is bland, boring, uneventful. They didn't plan to do anything. You know, they didn't equip themselves with maybe some special skills or take on some hobbies. And so all the time that they kept being busy, 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 and now nothing. Now what do they do? And that's a problem for a lot of people. Suddenly they're retired and there's nothing really to look forward to. Every day seems to be like the same. In fact, some might even equate it to that old movie that we used to talk about, Groundhog Day. We're living the same day over and over and over. Funny for the movie, perhaps, if you saw it, I think, but not necessarily funny when you're caught in that and you're living it. So what can we do? How do we avoid that? Well, I think the answer lies in preparing for it and knowing that all those things that we put off till later need to be planned out, thought about, prepared for. And it's just not as simple as saying, well, I'll get around to it later. Are we preparing for later? And are we necessarily having to put it off till later? I think there's a couple of reasons why people tend to do that. First of all, it takes a lot of effort and a lot of time out of what's going on right now to plan, to prep for that. And right now, I think some people, especially during this pandemic, are kind of run off their feet. Talking to a gal the other day who suddenly her life has changed in the extent that instead of having more time, where some people seem to think that's all they have is time because they're not working, she is working from home. She is still doing her household share of uh, the work and the tasks and looking after the family. She has three children. So suddenly now she's also the educator, the, um, the teacher, if you will, for three kids, three different grades, three different subjects, three different sets of assignments. So now she's busier than she ever was and, and other people are waiting to be busy. So there's no real one answer. It's it's different for people in their circumstances. But pre-pandemic, pre-lockdown, going back to what was the norm then, um, 
were you putting things off? What kind of things? Uh, I came across a list not too long ago. It's not the top 10 or anything like that, but it was 10 items and not in any particular order. But some of the things that people were putting off were things like spending time with family, maybe pursuing a dream. Maybe that dream had to be put on hold for whatever reason, and so uh, they'll get around to it later. And traveling. Traveling is always a big one. Traveling is sort of the one that comes up when you think retirement. Well, when I get to retire, I think I'm going to travel all over the place. You know, I'll get this, maybe I'll get this big RV and, and that's when I'll do my traveling. I'll sell my house and live in my RV and go south for half the year and north for the other half and see my family at each end whenever. So traveling becomes a big thing. Of course, right now, people want to travel, and of course, we can't. So you know you know how it is with human nature. You always want the things you can't have. Well, perhaps traveling is on people's minds a whole lot more today than it uh, was a few months ago. Another thing they, they might put off is planning the future. I think people are really averse to the word plan or planning. Um, it's something that it, it seems like an, an odious task. Nobody wants to plan. Uh, we have all the cliches about if you fail to plan, you plan to fail and all those kinds of things. And yet, you know, it's really hard to sit down and actually plan things out. And yet the most successful people, the ones who actually live the life they were meant to live and, and achieve the things they want to achieve, they will tell you, that planning has been the the one aspect that has uh, really uh, propelled them to to live the life they want. And so, are we planning? How far in advance do we plan? Do we plan six months? Do we plan a year? Do you have five-year goals? What about 10-year goals? I mean, some of you might be going, oh my good grief, I can't think that far in advance. What if things change? What if, what if? Well, you know, that's where we need to be flexible and realize that things do change and we we are adaptable. We are human beings that can change. Uh, the proof is right here, right now, as we are called upon to live different lives than what we were even three months ago. And we talk about the new normal. And that's going to be a phrase probably that's going to bug a lot of people. But what's coming next? Are we going to be able to adapt? I think those that are able to adapt, that are flexible, are going to come out of this handling it a whole lot better than those of us who are more rigid. So being practical is a really important part of, of our planning session. You know, make it flexible enough. It needs to be something that's living and breathing, and you can move pieces in and out and change them as need be. But planning is so critical, and yet, as I said, we tend to put that off. Many of us thought, oh, well, during this uh, COVID time when we have to stay at home, we're going to learn something new. Did you learn something new? Did you plan to learn something new? I thought about it. I thought I'd learn a new language. My my daughter-in-law is uh, comes from Guatemala. She's Spanish-speaking. My granddaughter, who's four, is also Spanish-speaking. And I thought it would be great for me to learn Spanish. However, that's the one thing I really didn't get around to. I have attended a lot of online courses. I've been looking into a lot of different aspects to my business. So I've been busy learning, but didn't learn the one thing that I thought at the outset that I would. Did you plan to learn anything new? Now, some of you who are working from home, you may have acquired a whole lot of new skills. 
balancing working at home, finding the space to work at home, and juggling the quietness to work as well as looking after the family and the children that are now home. And your skill set expanded and you did learn some new things and maybe they weren't what you thought you might learn. What about looking to see what can what can I do in my future? What can I do for retirement? What kind of hobby can I set up so when I do get to stay home and I don't have the job, the work keeping me, what am I going to do with my time? It's a joke. Many women say, I can't stand it when my husband retires. He's underfoot all the time. I can't get rid of him. I can't, I can't do anything because he's always there. Well, there are a lot of men who are successfully moving from retirement into even a paying hobby, something that keeps them busy, but also provides some extra revenue. So is there something that you're passionate about, something that you're actually waiting to do, something that you don't have the time for now, but, um, you know, it's there, it's in the back of your mind. When I think of this, I think of volunteering. I think of how many organizations right now are crying for people to come and help. Volunteering is something that is so enriching for everyone, the person who receives your assistance and for ourselves who go out there and do something for somebody else. So I would challenge those people who have retired and don't know what to do with themselves. Go find something that you can volunteer for. You will be so welcome, so needed. And I would, if I was a betting person, which I'm not, (laughs) not very good at it, I would bet my last dollar that you will come away feeling like a whole new person, rejuvenated, refreshed. And one of the things that I have found in my experiences with volunteering is the, the, the experiences that you get, but also the knowledge that you have from other people, the stories that they share, where they've been. And it's just such a valuable experience. Now, some people are putting off the creating the work-life balance. I'm not sure there's a real answer for that. Maybe somebody's that's got it all figured out can call in and maybe be part of our show to tell us really what's what's the secret to doing that? How do we balance our work and our home life? Um, it's been my experience that, you know, the squeaky wheel gets the grease because whoever screams the loudest is the one that gets the attention. So if it's a deadline at work, well, sorry, family, but uh, everything's on hold until the deadline is met. Or if it's a family crisis and that you're needed there, well, work just has to be put on hold and, you know, call in the the colleagues to help you sort it out while you have to take care of this family emergency. We are kind of leaning either one way or the other. It's really hard to get that balance. Maybe, maybe you're facing, you want to face a fear. Maybe there's something that you're putting off that you think, okay, I'm really afraid to what, um, jump out of a perfectly good airplane. How about that one? Um, that's a fear. I'll do it when I'm older, when I've got time and uh, I have to take all this time to muster up the courage to do that. So I'm just going to put that off till later. Um, it, are there other fears that people are looking to face later? Sure, people have fears about all kinds of things. Um, road trips. I love road trips, so that's not mine, but 
<laughs> I have to laugh at myself because my fear is snakes. And there's, I got to tell you, there's no way I'm putting off handling a snake. I'm facing a fear. That's not something that I'm going to sweat about. If I reach my old age, I'm sitting in a rocking chair in my golden years and I haven't faced that fear. Well, so be it. I'm, I'm good with that. It's not a problem. But there are some people who would like to um, face some kind of a fear. Maybe it's heights. I'm not crazy about heights. I'm not crazy about flying. But you know what I think I would really like to do at, when I muster the courage, of course? I think I'd really like to go up in a hot air balloon. I think, I think the thrill and the excitement that would come from the vista, the scenery, the view, depending on where, where you take off from, I think that would be very compelling. And I think it might motivate me into doing that. Can't say I, I, know how it would feel to actually take do the lift off and all that but i think when you get to the height i think it would probably uh be well worth it and that would be the enticing moment so when you face a fear uh hopefully that there's some thrill or some reason for doing that and of course the last one that i came across in this list was about doing something on your bucket list i wonder does everybody have a bucket list is that what putting things off is all about, that we're actually waiting for something and it's on our bucket list? So it's one of those, the last 10 things I'll do before I, I can't, I'm too old, I won't be able to. There's a problem with that whole thing. If we knew our expiration date, if you will, we could plan what things we're going to do before then. We would have a bucket list that we could start crossing things off. However, Experience tells us that we have no idea when that might be. For some, it's earlier than for others. And it's it's very unfortunate. We've lost a lot of people through this whole pandemic for reasons that were just unexpected, out of the blue. People that we thought were very healthy and were, were going to carry on um, did not make it, which is, I'm really sorry for all those people who suffered that loss and were not able to say their goodbyes. Now, that wasn't on the um, putting things off list, but here's something that just came to mind. What needs to be said that we might be putting off? Do we actually tell people often enough how much we care for them, how much we love them, how much we value them in our lives? That's not just something to be said when we think we're checking out, it's the end and, you know, a family's all gathered around. We say, you know, our, oh, you know, I really did love you. What are we doing regularly? Are we reaching out to the people who are really meaningful in our lives? Are we telling them how important they are to us? And better than that, perhaps it's not just about telling them, but a matter of showing them through our actions. Do we go out of our way to spend time with the people who really matter to us? Do we do things with them? Or is that something that we're, we're putting off? So how are we living right now? Are we living today fully as if perhaps maybe our life could be shorter than we figure? Are we going to get to the place where we look back and say, gee, I miss so much? I wish I had done something a little bit differently. You know, the saying about when you come to a fork in the road, take it. Uh, I'm not sure who said that. But sometimes you look back and you think, what if I had taken the other fork? 
What if I had decided to do things differently? We know that there are stories of people who have lost touch with family and they didn't get together, didn't spend time with family and find themselves truly lonely as they get older because family is no longer willing, able, open to coming to visit. And so many people are lonely. A lot of people in you know, those care facilities are really lonely because they haven't made strong enough connections with family, perhaps. So are we putting that off till later? And what happens when later doesn't come? For those of us, when later doesn't come, we just kind of think that it won't matter to us, but it'll matter to the people we leave behind. How are they going to feel After we pass and we've left so much undone, words unsaid, experiences not shared. There are all kinds of things that we can do right here, right now, that encompasses all of the ideals that you want for your rich life. I talked a little bit about fear. Sometimes we don't do the things that we want to do because of the fear of what others will think. What if it doesn't work? What if I fail? What if, you know, I I don't have the support of others? I'm just on my own out there. We have one life. It's our life. If we end up in our senior years in that rocking chair with the regrets of not having done things, the people that we wondered about, what they would think of us, they're not having the regrets that we have. Perhaps they have their own, but they don't have the regrets we have. So the idea of living the life that other people expect of us leaves us feeling empty and sad in our old age. I don't want to be like that. In fact, I have no intentions of being like that. As I mentioned before, my life has been challenging in a lot of different ways. And even losing my husband three years ago, I am filled with fabulous memories of things that we did together that just makes it so much easier to know that we lived a lot of life in those days that we had together nearly 25 years but now he's gone and and it's the memories we didn't wait till later because I'm here all alone and he isn't so I wouldn't have that later to share with him so it's easier not that I don't miss him, but it's it's easier to know that we lived a full life during that time. How about you? Are you doing things today? Are you planning for things in the next little while that's going to satisfy what it is that you want out of life? Do you know what you want out of life? Have you sat down and figured it out? We get so busy on doing school, getting a career, getting married, having a family, doing all of the things that we think are expected of us. But have we really considered what do we truly want out of life? I'm hoping that through this whole pandemic situation, that some of us have looked at our lives and said, it's, it's not about the things. Are we really satisfied with just a collection of things? Did you find them comforting during this time? Are they what really matter to you? 
So maybe during this time, you've actually reflected on what's important to you, what you can and can't do without. And I hope as time moves on and the pandemic becomes back in the rearview mirror, that we don't slip back into that collection of things as being satisfying. I hope we're able to look at our lives and say, whoa, I'm so thankful that this wasn't my time. And now I have an opportunity to live a life that I will fully enjoy moving forward. Living in the land of regrets happens to a lot of people. I hope you don't plan on being one of them. Well, that's that's almost a silly thing to say because I don't think anybody plans that. It's lack of planning that puts them there. It's kind of like, if you don't know where you're going, how do you know when you get there? And you just kind of slip there. If you don't have a map, you could be traveling, let's say, across Canada through the States. We pass through territorial borders. And if we don't have this map and this awareness, we may not even know that we've slipped into a different state, different province, or a different state of being when we talk about our lives. So today, as we're talking about putting things off, I challenge you, think about what it is that you might have been putting off. Was it for a good reason? And I would think fear of what other people think is never a good reason, but that's my humble opinion. Um, What will you look at now and say, I am going to start planning so that I can get it off the not done yet list and put it on the to-do list. And I know we make a joke about the to-do list. It never gets done. We just keep taking the parts that are undone and putting it on the next list and then madly scrambling to put things on the list that we never had in the first place. But I challenge you to take a good look at where you are. Then take a good look at where you want to be. Reverse engineer how you'll get there. Most people will plan for a two-week trip more than they will plan for their life. And yet, once it's done, it's done. Time is our most valuable, non-renewable resource. We'll never get that time back. Today is the youngest you'll ever be. Tomorrow, you will be older. And the day after, and the day after. We can't go back. Now, we wish we could. Would some of you go back? How far back would you go? Some of you might want to go back and relive your teen years. Oh, not me. I loved having all my children in the house, all the hubbub, the noise, the chaos, the craziness, but I don't really want to do that again. So going back, really, would would it be a redo? Maybe that means there is some regret there. I don't know. That's something to kind of think about. But we can't go back. We can only go forward with the time that we have, and now is all the time we can count on. So as we move forward, as we move out of our pandemic, as we move into our new normal, what's it going to look like for you? Are you going to be more aware, more attentive to what you truly want out of life? So when you get to your end, you look back and you say, wow. I had a lot of speed bumps. I took a lot of detours. I didn't get here easily. But you know what? I did a lot of things I'm really happy with. And I have no regrets. Because if I did, then it would undo a lot of the things that I'm really happy about. 
You don't want to live in the land of regret. You want to live so that you're living the life that you're meant to live. Satisfied, fully shared. There, There's a whole lot of jokes about, you know, sliding across the finish line, spent and exhausted and all that. And that's great if it's doing the things that you want to do. So again, think about what you're putting off. Put a thing on your fridge, if you will. Look at it every day. I'm not putting this off any longer. One thing at a time. Clutch it. Do it. Think it. And I'll leave you with that thought. So again, I'm Mary McCartney, and this has been Don't Die Before You're Dead. Till next time, dare to live the life you were meant to live.